This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good evening, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Terror Radio Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, then welcome. This is a podcast dedicated and bringing you the best of horror and thriller, old-time radio broadcasts, as well as original stories. I'm your host, Keith, better known as the Radio Show Nerd. (laughs) And I hope everyone had an enjoyable Thanksgiving, whether that was spending time with friends or family, or just relaxing at home watching television. Tonight's episode is called 80s Rewind, and that's in reference to the, I guess you can say, resurgence of old-time radio original programming, which started in the mid-1970s with shows such as The Price of Fear with Vincent Price and the very popular CBS Radio Mystery Theater. Now, both of these shows ended in the early 80s but several other programs picked up where they left off, if you will. So, without further ado, this is Terror Radio. The two radio series highlighted tonight are Nightfall and Vanishing Point. Both of these programs were featured on CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Nightfall was a horror and suspense anthology series which debuted on July 4th, 1980 and concluded on May 13th, 1983. The radio play tonight is called Love and the Lonely One and it happens to be the first episode of the series was first broadcasted on, you guess it, the 4th of July, 1980. It was written by John Graham and produced by Bill Howell. Vanishing Point was a science fiction slash horror anthology series which debuted on October 5th, 1984 and ran in syndication until January 3rd, 1992. The radio play tonight is called The Playground which was first broadcasted on November 11th, 1984. It was produced by William Lane and written by Martin Lager. Now this is an adaptation from a very, very popular short story written by the legendary Ray Bradbury. And this story was first published in 1953. Now, I'm not sure if you all remember the Ray Bradbury Theater television series that came out in the mid 80s. It was featured on HBO for I think two years And after that, I wound up going to the USA Network. But I do remember seeing a televised adaptation of this story in 1985 with William Shatner. So I was ecstatic when I found this version of the story. So, you all know the drill. Sit back, turn down the lights, and listen to Love and the Lonely One 
followed by the playground. In the dream, you are falling, lost in the listening distance, as dark locks in. <laughs> Nightfall. Good evening. We begin tonight with the first play by a young Montreal writer. John Graham. It stands by itself as a tribute to the eccentricities of the human heart. He calls it love and the lonely one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anatomy 4. <coughs> I realize this is the first time most of you will cut into a cadaver, but take it from me, you'll get used to it. I well remember my first such uh, model patient. I christened him Henry. Now, when you all become doctors a few years from now, you'll find some of your patients very temperamental. And not my Henry. The more I cut him, the wider he grinned. <laughs> You realize that... What? We're committing a felony. What? George, if they find out we stole this thing, they'll kick us out of school so fast. Kick us out of med school? Come on, Freddy. Hang loose. It's only a stiff. They'll, uh, they'll blame it on the engineers. Uh, uh, you think? Oh, sure. Uh, oh, hey, be careful. We're almost there, Tiger. Sorry. Quiet. Wake up the whole damn sorority. I can't walk backwards. We'll turn around. Oh, God, look at her. Here, uh, let me take the feet. Oh, look at her mouth. Reminds you what tomorrow morning's gonna taste like. George, are you sure we want to do this? What the hell? Broad stood out, didn't she? So what's the problem? We're dropping off a valentine. Valentine? The corpse of a dried-up old lady? You're forgetting my pink ribbons. And look, I remember a card. A card? Yeah. You're the guy who reads poetry, aren't you? Yeah, I even looked it up. Here, read it. Dear Sally, the grave's a fine and private place, but none, I think, do their embrace. <laughs> I'm beginning to think this is sick. It's listening to you moan every time anybody brings up that hose bag's name. You know Sally's not like that, really. Yeah, she's a real pain in the ass. How many times she stand you up this week? Well, uh, I don't know. Come on, Freddy, where's your pride? You want to sit around feeling sorry for yourself, and you want to get even with her. Now, come on, Freddy, enjoy your revenge. Well, come on. 
grab the arms. Uh, Let's get this stiff up these stairs before somebody comes. Uh, okay, uh, okay, that's it. One more step. Uh, all right. Uh, just over here against the door. Now prop the whole bag up so she just sort of drops in when they open the door. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, great. Now let's get the hell out of here. Hey, hey, I can just see those sorority airheads <laughs> screaming their heads off. <laughs> okay, this is it now. When I hit that doorbell, we get out of here and fast. You ready, Freddy? Hey, Freddy, you with me? Huh? What'd you say? Are you ready? Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, what are you staring at the corpse for? Fred, are you with me for Christ's sake? They'll be here in a second. Let's move it. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. Scared. Sorry. I, if they'd I, seen us. What were you staring at? You're, you're in space or something. I don't know. I I saw her in the light. Her mouth was green. And she was smiling at me. George, I hear Dr. Rob really lit into you on the wards this morning. Yeah, so? He gets your ass in a sling every now and then. Sometimes I wonder why we're doing this. Huh? Neuroanatomy midterm in two weeks. <laughs> it's a bitch, all right. Anyhow, I'm going skiing if it kills me. And if you knew what was good for you, you'd come too. No way. I can't spare the time. Who can? Look out. What? Cardiac arrest team. They'll get us next time. Bunch of cowboys. But they saved lives. Don't count on it. See you back at the ranch, huh, partner? Yeah. See you later. You? Come here. Doctor? Get in here. Oh, I'm just on wards, uh, ma'am. I really don't think You've got that... two hands, haven't you? Grab those electrodes. Nurse the syringe. Just hold the electrodes on his chest. This got it? Right. Stand back. Hit the switch. He moved. He tough would move if you ran that charge through. How's the scan? Looks like he's had it. Try it once more. Stand back. Hit the switch. Nothing. Well, that's it. Wrap it up. Just leave him here? Up to the orderlies now. You're... You're not going to try it again? Again. He had a hole in his heart you could drive a truck through. He was living on borrowed time. Look at him. What color is his face? He's uh, purple. Dark purple. Lack of oxygen. 
Even if we did get his heart going, the brain damage would be massive at this point. Excuse me. There's a four-year-old in emergency. Nurse, get me the fire, please. So fast. As though nothing happened. Phew. Uh, nurse? 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 Oh, well. Hello, to South. Hello, Fred. Who's this? A distant admirer. Who? What do you want? <laughs> sure took a lot of nerve to pull off a stunt like that. Last night? What stunt? Oh, you wicked, wicked man. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, I like wicked men. I scare a lot of men, but uh, I bet I wouldn't scare you, eh, sport? Are you a friend of Sally's? Sally? Why don't you uh, throw over that silly girl and find yourself a woman? What are you getting at? Well, would you like to talk it over? Is this some kind of joke? Oh, I certainly hope not. Well, maybe. I mean, sure. Okay. How about... Tonight, where you dropped off the valentine? Last night? Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, see you later. Oh, oh, by the way, how did you know where to reach me? Oh, a friend told me. Who? What friend? The one right beside you. Until tonight. Right beside me, but th there's nobody beside me except... Except... The corpse. on in. Uh, you bet. What's the matter? <laughs> you staying cool with cool lips or just trying to think up something nice to say? You, uh, you sure look great. What other way is there? <laughs> something tells me we're going to get along swell. Like some champagne? Champagne? Sure thing. Uh, I really like your dress. Sort of like a flapper. Out of the twenties. <laughs> and the music. The nostalgia's really the thing these days, isn't it? <laughs> Bottoms up. Here's to better behavior. Uh, champagne. What are we celebrating? A happy prohibition, and a short one. <laughs> prohibition. Uh, by the way, where is everybody? Mm, all the little butterflies flew too close to the flame. What? What's that? The banks are on holidays, darling. Forever. And all their daddies have told them to come home and work for a living. No banks? Oh, 
The crash. Mm -hmm. And you're dressed to crash yourself. <laughs> Almost had you there. Hey, before I forget, how did you know where I was this afternoon? And what's your name, anyway? Leave a lady a little mystery, will you? You'll find out soon enough. Find out what? Oh, don't be so serious, sport. Come on, the lady wants to dance. I don't dance very well. Oh, the Charleston's easy. Watch. The Charleston? Are you kidding? No. Nope. Like this. Don't be shy. Okay. <laughs> uh, how, how's this, huh? How am I doing? Well, you're doing great, Fred. Just great. <laughs> 
old woman, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. The same corpse right in my arms. Christ, I can still smell the formaldehyde. Oh, did they give you? What's so funny? <laughs> hey, I told you those sorority girls had a sense of humor, didn't I? We stole a body. They stole a body. Everybody's in the bodies. <laughs> well, no one was in the house. Oh, sure thing, Tiger, sure. <laughs> it was it was like she came back to life, but younger, as a flapper. Mm. I guess that that's when she was our age. Oh, wise up, Fred. Believe me, those airheads were in the next room laughing their guts out. Yeah, I guess so. But I didn't hear them. Anyway, thanks for the news, Tiger. About time to turn in for the night, huh? Yeah. Maybe if I could get some sleep. Well, I sure can. Oh, night. Night. Oh, hold it. What? Just make sure you're alone. gonna stop tonight. You sure you won't change your mind? It's gonna be fantasy city up there. No, I better stay here. Get some studying done. Oh, come on. It'll be the last good skiing weekend of the winter. Slopes and strokes for all. And you don't even have to ski. Well, thanks anyway. Oh, better be going. There's Janie. See you in a couple of days. Yeah. See you later. Peace and quiet. Thank God. Oh. Hello? Hello, sport. Or should I call you Tiger? You left in quite a hurry last night. Who is it? Oh. It wasn't really that surprising, was it? Why don't we get together? Look, I, I don't know who you are, and I'm sorry, you but I... You know who I am, Fred. This has gone far enough. Don't be afraid, Fred. We belong together. You know we do. No! Oh, my God. My God. I'll, I'll take the phone off the hook. That's what. I'll just take it off the hook. I know who you are. Two o'clock. Feels like two days. Why can't I get some sleep? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Fred. I couldn't wait any longer. It can't be. It can't be. better when you wait. Go away. Please. I can't. You took me from my bed. You can't send me back now. When you wake the dead, we come to stay. Or at least I do. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. How can we know in the beginning? How can we? How can we? Don't be shy. I promise I'll be good for you. No more loneliness. No more fear. No loneliness. No fear. The door, Fred. The door? I'm coming. I'm coming. not. I've never felt so warm. Come on, Fred. Time to go. Where? To my bed. <sighs> the grave's a fine and private place. But some, I think, do there embrace. short today, George. Two weeks to midterm exams and your partner doesn't think it's worthwhile attending anatomy lab. Mm, Fred's never missed one before, sir. I, I'm sure there's a good reason. Uh, I hope so, for his sake. All right, let's get going then. Get out the cadaver. Right, sir. <laughs> What's going on there? Out! Everybody out! Class dismissed! Please, somebody call the police! Close the freezer! Sir? I said close that door! Well, what are you waiting for? They look so happy, sir.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Charles and Susan Underhill are doing a pretty good job raising little Jimmy. His childhood is a lot happier than his father's. But as someone once said, each childhood is a nightlight in the bedroom of memories. And sometimes that nightlight can flare up a little too brightly. Not dispelling the shadows, but only revealing them all too clearly. your little spoon, Jimmy, and finish your cereal. Come on now. Okay. Good boy. boy. And it's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. You don't fool around with Mozart. Oh, Charles. See you later, honey. Bye, Jimmy. Be a good boy. I'm a good boy. Kids grammar stinks. Time we send them to school. Uh-huh. Nope. Can't talk about it. Uh, no, Charles, got just a minute. Charles. Sweetheart. Look, I am not deciding our son's future all by myself. Look, I agree that Jimmy needs to play with other kids, but he's got the Rogers boy next door and and the Harrison twins around the corner. The Rogers boy is too old for him, and the Harrisons have moved. No kidding. When? Two weeks ago. Oh, Charles, he needs a regular routine with children his own age. All right. Why don't you get a list of play schools or whatever they're called and we'll decide. We don't need a list. There's a playground just down the street. That's the most convenient place. Playground? Down the street where? You pass it every day going to the train. Oh, that place. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll look it over after work today. Oh, would you, Charles? That'll be great. I I just feel it's something we should decide together. I'm all for it. Well, I wasn't sure. You never seemed to want to talk about it. I just figured you'd handle it. You know, Jimmy can sense when you're involved in his life and when you're not. Since when aren't I involved? Sometimes I think he doesn't know which one of us is the father or the mother. I guess it would have been different if he had brothers and sisters. All right. Why don't I stay home and we'll work on it? <laughs> it took ten years of trying to produce him. My biological clock has run down. And go to work. And don't forget the playground. I won't forget. You hear that, Jimmy? Daddy's going to look at the playground. You can go there every day and learn all kinds of games and rhymes. Go to playground? That's right. And you'll learn the real words to all the songs. Tell you the truth, I get a kick out of his versions. A coal porter. Oh, spare <laughs> We go round a mulberry bush. Pop goes the weasel.
sweetheart and put your toys away okay that's a good boy play later uh-huh okay look uh, i'm really all right susan i guess i'm just a little out of shape <laughs> what happened i don't know it was a a, a wave of nausea i i felt as if there was a, a, a vice around my chest I couldn't breathe. Do you think it was your heart? I don't think so. When I got back to the street, I felt fine. You know, it sounds like an anxiety attack. Why would I have an anxiety attack, for God's sake? Oh, how should I know? I'm not a psychiatrist. But, you know, you did have an unhappy childhood. Oh, and, Susan. Oh, really, maybe the playground triggered something, some memory. And, and you responded physically instead of emotionally. But thank you, Sigmund Freud. Charles. You really think that's what it was? Yes, I do. I mean, you know how you've buried those memories. It's, it's always been like pulling teeth getting you to talk about your childhood. You know, I think you're doing some kind of 
transference and trying to find a reason for Jimmy not to go. Look, I'm all for Jimmy going. It's just... it's For what? It's that playground. Do you ever get a feeling about a place that, that something just isn't quite right about it? Well, why? I mean, weren't the children having a good time? I suppose they were. They were having a loud time. Well, then why... Look, for one thing, I didn't see anybody around supervising the kids. Oh, they're probably taking a coffee break. I mean, somebody has to be in charge. Well, I didn't see anybody. Mm. And another thing, there were a lot of big kids playing pretty rough. Was anyone hurt? No, I guess not. But but adults don't always see what's really going on. I, look, I know I was always getting beat up and nobody ever noticed. Oh, there you hear yourself. You got upset because you were reminded of your childhood. You know, you, you're probably right. Well, you admitted it yourself. The smells, the sounds, yelling and screaming. Well, it did sort of come back. And I overreacted. Good. Why good? Well, because now you understand what happened. I mean, you know, it's probably why you've stalled so long about enrolling Jimmy in a play center. Uh, makes sense. Oh, but honey, he'll be fine. You know, he's had a wonderful childhood so far. And, <laughs> I mean, we know enough to protect him from the kinds of traumas that you suffered pretty smart lady. You're right. And you know what? I am so smart, I'm also going to make an appointment with Dr. Pascal for a complete physical checkup. There's nothing wrong with my body. It's my head that's screwed up. Oh, come on. You haven't had a physical in over five okay, years. Okay, okay, okay. I'll go. <laughs> Good. Hey, look. I'm feeling fine now. The drink helped. I'm going to take Jimmy for a little walk around the neighborhood before dinner. Oh, you like that. I should spend more time with him anyway. Hey, Jim, let's take a walk, kid. I can't, Daddy, I can't. Buy me a toy, Daddy, buy me a toy. We're not around any toy stores, Jimmy, and let's just enjoy the walk, okay? Okay, Daddy. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. You're a lot more agreeable than I was at your age. That's the playground. You'll be going there soon. Wanna go playground? Wanna go playground? Not today, kiddo. Let's cross over. Playground. Jimmy, no. Come back here, right now. Jimmy! Jimmy! Jimmy, don't you ever run away like that again. Wanna play in playground? No, Jimmy. I told you, not today. It's almost dinner time. Don't cry, Jim. You don't want those boys to think you're a baby, huh? Hey, kid, you want to come in a playground and play with us? He can't. He's going home to dinner. Come on, Jimmy. Come on. Hello, Charlie. What? Daddy. Him again. See you later, Charlie. Play with boy, Daddy? No. No, we're going home now. Frank, it's you. Hey, how'd you make out with that playground business yesterday? No, oh, I, I didn't like it much. Nah, it's too noisy and, and rough. Yeah? Hey, what is it with kids these days, huh? They don't show any respect. Mm, sign of the times. How about a drink? Sure. Should have gone with you yesterday. Oh, uh, did Tom Marshall join you? 
No, as a matter of fact. Barely knew me when I went over to him. Yeah, I told you he's changed. Huh? Yeah, I'll see. Charles! Charles! Well, Susan, hi! Hey, look, Frank, how about a rain check, huh? We'll do it tomorrow for sure. Yeah, no problem. Hi, Frank. Hi. Well, have a nice night. See you on the train, Charlie. Hi, honey. What are you doing here? Oh, I was shopping. Thought I'd surprise you and pick you up. Haven't been picked up in years. <laughs> Where's Jimmy in the car? No, he's at the playground. You left him there alone? Just for a while, so I could shop. Might as well get used to it. You know, I, I'm still not convinced it's the best place. Oh, I thought it was all settled. Well, I, I wanted to check out some other places. Oh, four. They're pretty much the same, and then the advantage of this one is that it's close to home. Look, uh, let's just get over there, okay? I want to be sure Jimmy's all right. He's probably having the time of his life. Uh -huh. I don't see him anymore. Yeah, I just can't believe you leave a four-year-old in here with all those screaming banshees. Listen to Charles, these are perfectly normal children. They're just playing. I don't call that play. Look over there. That group of boys, what are they doing? They're throwing themselves against each other like... It's some kind of demented football player. I bet Jim's right in the middle of it. Yeah, I see it. They're chasing him. They're getting the boards. Jimmy, over here, run! Come on, Jim! That's Susan, they're after him. It's only a game of tag, for goodness sake. Jimmy, come on, run! Daddy, they were chasing me! It's all right, Jimmy. I've got your son. Little bastards, get back in there! We didn't do nothing. We was just playing. Go on, get back! Charles! Jimmy's just fine. Aren't you, sweetheart? The big boys, they chased me. There, you see? See what? An innocent game of tag, and, and, and you're turning them into man-eaters. And besides, Jim is the new boy in the crowd, and you know children always test each other. Yes, I know. I mean, how is he ever going to learn to stand on his own two feet if you keep trying to fight his battles for him? He's got to get in there and earn their respect. Respect from those monsters? This, this place is some kind of special hell. What are you talking about? I don't want to argue. Let's just go home. Hi, Charlie. Who's that? How the hell should I know? He knows your name. One of those smart-ass kids who calls everybody Charlie. God, I'd like to beat their pulpy little brains out the whole lot Charles, of Charles, you're doing it again. Let's get the hell out of here. Can't seem to fall asleep. Thought I'd go for a walk. What time is it? It's late. Go back to sleep. Uh, uh, yeah, I will. In a minute. But look, now that I'm awake, I, I want to say something to you. Yeah, please, Susan, no more discussion. I can't handle it right now, okay? I just need a little time to myself to think. Look, Charles, please. I want to talk to you. Look, I don't mean to be unreasonable, okay? I know how hard this is on you, but it's rough on me, too. But I really feel that it's the best thing for Jim. You know, we've protected him for too long. It, it's, it's time to cut the cord. Come on, you'll see. It'll work out fine. You really think I'm being irrational about this, don't you? Oh, honey, if you'd stop for a moment and listen to yourself... You'd realize it, too. Well, 
I doing back here? It's a loathsome place. Like, like a prisoner of war camp. All I need is your dogs. What's the matter with me? Susan's right. I'm being totally irrational. But... Hello, Charlie. What are you doing in there? So late at night? I sneaked out to see you. I knew you'd come. Who are you? I'm Tommy Marshall. Oh, I thought there was something familiar about you. You're Tom Marshall's son. <laughs> right, Charlie. You know, Tommy, it, it's not very respectful to call an adult by his first name. I have a lot of respect for you, Charlie. That's why I want to help you. Help me? Sure. Oh. My father felt the same way you do. He wanted to do something about it. He wanted to spare me the misery of this place. It's true, isn't it? I've seen the bullying around here. Why can't Susan see it? People see things differently, that's all. I guess it's got a lot to do with your own experiences. Yeah. Every time I come here, I, re I remember something else about my boyhood. When I think about those days... <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking to you like this. Except that you've got such a grown-up way of talking. You said your father felt the same as me. What did he do? to the office here and told them how he felt. He was afraid for his son, the way you are for Jimmy. So, he made a bargain. What sort of bargain? With whom? I don't know. But it's a way to help your son. You want to help him, don't you? Of course I do. Then come here tomorrow at four o'clock. Bring Jimmy with you to the office. This is ridiculous, talking to a child like this. I'm going home. Maybe I'll finally get some sleep. You too, Tommy. You go home. Your dad will be worried about you. No, he won't. Tomorrow, Charlie, four o'clock, with Jimmy. Go to the office, explain it all. You'll see. Forget it, Tommy. I'll solve this on my own. Susan, it's me. Oh, Charles. I'm so glad you called. You left so early this morning, we didn't get a chance to talk. Hey, were you avoiding me? No, I I just didn't want to go over it all again. Oh, you know it's the best thing for Jimmy, don't you? Charles? I heard you. I mean, you do understand, don't you? He, he needs more than just his parents. We can't take the place of children his own age. Yes. He has to learn to give and take and, well, and fight, I suppose, if he has to. Yes. It'll be good for Jimmy. You'll see. Yes. Charles? You all right? Susan, I'll be home a little earlier today. 
We'll go together to the playground. Four o'clock. Ring around a mulberry bush. The monkey chased the weasel. Pocket full of weasels. <laughs> well, it won't be long before you know all the right words, Jimmy. The other children will teach you, won't they, Charles? Yes. Uh, they'll teach you everything. Are you all right, Charles? You sound, I don't know, peculiar. Oh, I'm fine. You know, I can't think of anything better for Jimmy than this. I hope so. It all depends on the office. Well, the rates for playgrounds must be fairly standard. You're not going to quibble about money, are you? No, no, no. But there will be a price. Well, of course there'll be a price. Did you bring a checkbook? Oh, it's all under control. Play game, Daddy. Play game. Yes, Jimmy. Very soon now. Susan, just remember this. I love you both. Oh, and I love you. Hello, Charlie. Hi. That little boy is very rude. Yeah, I'll uh, speak to him about it. Why don't you wait here, Susan? I'll take Jimmy in. Get him registered. Okay, dear. Now you have a good time, Jimmy. Bye, mommy. Bye, honey. I'll come for you at six o'clock. Are you ready, Jim? Yes, Daddy. Okay, now hold on to Daddy's hand. Tight, Jimmy. Tight. Keep walking, Jim. Jim. Come, come on. Hurry! Over there. Come on, Jim. Jim. Let's get inside. No one here. It's four o'clock. Jimmy, come sit on Daddy's lap. Okay. Had a boy. Hello, Charlie. Oh, uh, Tommy, uh, where's the person in charge? It's all right, Charlie. I'll just sit here at the desk. I don't think you should be here, Tommy. So you decided to come. Well, yeah, yes. Well, that's I... good. Why don't you run along and play? Play, Daddy? No, Jimmy, not, not you. That's right, Jimmy. Not you. You're a very strange little boy. The boy is father to the man. Uh, look, Tommy, I just as soon wait for whoever's in charge here. No one else is coming, Charlie. What do you mean? Today it's my turn to initiate you. That's how it works here. Next time, it'll be your turn. I'm, I'm tired of all these riddles. Okay, no more riddles. You're a good man, Charlie. You're like a lot of fathers. You'd do anything to spare Jimmy all of this. Yes, I would. Even trade places with him? I don't understand. Sure you do, Charlie. Tom Marshall was just like you. He worried about Tommy. He wanted to save him the torture of growing up. So, he made the bargain. I made the bargain. You? I'm Tom Marshall, Charlie. I traded places with my son, just like you're going to do. I, I, I didn't know that 
that was the bargain. It's not a bad bargain, Charlie. And, uh, what'll I have to do? Just play in the playground every day and go to school, of course. <laughs> Repeat my childhood. Grow up all over again. Yes, but you know what to expect. <laughs> You've been through it already. Yeah. You can handle it. Oh, yes. I can, uh, I can handle it, yeah. It's the right thing, Charlie. You'll see. You'll be glad for Jim. I feel... I feel strange. What's happening to me? You're doing fine, Charlie. Daddy... I'm scared. Nothing to be scared of anymore, Jim. Jimmy, want to play on the slide? No, no, it's too high. Go on, Jimmy, slide, slide all the way down. Yeah, go on, we're waiting. Everyone's waiting, Jimmy. Come on, I'll give you a push. Don't push me, Tommy, please. Slide, Jimmy, slide. Jimmy, he's having so much fun. Yes, I'm sure he is. Why don't we go on home now, Susan? Why don't you want to stay and watch him play? No, I don't think so. Well, all right, dear. Let's go. You know, he really did the right thing, Charles. It's going to make a world of difference to Jimmy. Yes, it will. You're a good father, Charles Underhill. Boy is father to the man. What? Oh, nothing. to take hold of Daddy's hand tight, Jimmy. Tight. He's going to need all the help he can get over the next little while. After all, being a grown-up is a pretty frightening business on this or any other side of the vanishing point. That's the show for tonight. I want to thank you all for listening. And remember, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash terror1970. Or you can find me on Instagram at Radio Show Nerd or on Twitter at Radio Show Nerd 1. And if you want to drop me a line, say hello, a suggestion, a request, a even a critique, feel free to email me at Radio Show Nerd at gmail.com. I also have a YouTube channel. Please subscribe, like the videos. Highly appreciated. Again, this is your host, Keith, aka 
the Radio Show Nerd, signing off.